0: Welcome to the second Guildhall School Events Podcast of 2016. Today I'm joined by Guildhall violin professor Roberto Gonzalez Monjas, ahead head of the Guildhall String Ensemble in Milton Court Concert Hall on Friday the 19th of February. Roberto, thanks for coming in to talk to us today. Thanks for having me. Um, what you should start off with is the repertoire mm-hmm. and how you came to choose
1: it and, um, and what you like about it. Well, um, I've always thought that a string ensemble can be not only a wonderful thing to listen to but rather a great pedagogic tool. This means it it proves to be an amazing platform for string players to actually learn about chamber music, about music making about interpretation, about new techniques it's it's a wonderful, wonderful um, way of working together so uh, when we were starting to think. What kind of collaboration I could do with 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 uh, as a director? Then this is what came into into our minds. mind. And um, well, I decided to go for a program which maybe isn't that uh, oh, I don't know famous or 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 um, that easy to listen to, but something which is challenging for everyone, especially. A trip through, or, or a journey through, some very dark and very uh, interesting sides of our soul, which are normally not really explored in music. So I, I took, of course, The Transfigured Night by Schoenberg. This is probably the the most famous piece of the program. I think it's an incredible journey through doubt, through suffering, through anxiety and uh, It's also a journey which transforms these feelings into something much more positive through the text of Demel, which which was what Schoenberg took as as an inspiration for the piece. And also through Schoenberg's music, one can really um, have a life-changing experience. I really think so. And uh, with our work, um, I think we're going to to present it very nicely to the audience. Um, And then to stay in that kind of dark mood, I decided to take two pieces which not being at all in the same kind of, uh, of um, area, of musical um, area, as I say, um, they have to do a lot with darkness. So, Musica Dolorosa by, by Peteris Vasques is a lament. It's, a, it's a, even a scream of pain in some, in, at some points of the piece because uh, of the death of the composer's sister. And he somehow just wrote this down which is basically his complaint, his suffering because he loved his sister so much and he just lost it, lost her um very subtly. Um, and Hartman is, is I think a very very special story. Uh, Hartmann was was a wonderful composer, was just pianist, was someone who loved um to to always d- explore new things and he was Absolutely afraid of what was happening in Germany, especially with the uh, with the progressive growing of of the Nazi regime. So um, when Hitler took Czechoslovakia in. in uh, during that kind of of, of um, growing of, of the whole thing, um, he wrote this concerto, concerto funebre, which basically just wanted to protest in a symbolic way through music uh, for all this what was happening, and which even uses some Russian and some Czech songs from the past, which in a way are, as I said, a hidden protest against what was happening. So there are very meaningful pieces and I think the audience and the orchestra would be absolutely um, uh, exhausted after the concert, but it is a journey worth uh, going through, really. So if you're, if you're uh, looking forward to
0: a nice happy evening of music, this is not going to be <laughs> the evening.
1: Well, you see, uh, I think we should go to concerts or to theatre or to opera, not just to be entertained, but actually to be challenged. and. Um, this is definitely not the, the kind of evening in which you'll just hear um, happy and, and cheerful Mozart, but probably this will be the evening where you'll, where you'll discover some very interesting connection with some sides of your own personality that you didn't know you had. So I actually think this might be, or might prove to be, much more interesting than any other standard concert, let's say.
0: Uh, and uh, this is a really silly question, mm-hmm. um, so forgive me, but a string ensemble, is, mm-hmm. there a, is there a specific number of uh, people that, that play in a string ensemble, or is it can, can it be any size?
1: Uh, it can be any size. I mean, I think what we have is, is quite uh, standard, but it can be anything, I've done it with 90 people, I've done it with 20 people. I mean, it depends. I think this is a great size because it allows us to be very flexible, but it also gives us a lot of sound. So, I think it will be quite perfect at the at the Milton Court uh, concert hall. perfect
0: size for it, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Have you ever played there before? No, this will be my first time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you arrived at Guildhall the same time as Milton Court.
1: Yeah, I, Milton Court was being built by the time I arrived, and I remember... Uh, during my last year, I I could see the concert hall being almost finished, but I've, I've never been able to enjoy it actually. So it's, it will be the first time. I say, did you study here? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I should probably have known that. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it absolutely. Mm-hmm. Podcast, um, Roberto, you're one of the school's youngest
1: professors. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that that accolade? It's, it's nice. Well, you know, I guess that doesn't really say anything. Um, I feel it's a big. Honor. I mean, I joined this the school as a professor when I was 25 years old, so for me, this was really a thrill. Um, I was still in my studies at the school when I was asked whether I would be interested in going through the process to become a teacher. Um, for me, it's an amazing way to keep a link with the institution in which I'm, I've learned most of what I know now, musically, first of all, and I've always found teaching, teaching to be one of my biggest passions, so it is great that I can be in touch with, 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 uh, with students and that I can maybe try to pass on whatever I've um, learned here, especially the philosophy of making music without conflict and without compromise that I learned from, from all my teachers here. So I find it very exciting, it's, it's an honor for me, really. Uh, and you're directing concerts, so does that mean you're you're playing as well? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So um, this is one of the main sides of, of of my career now, which is directing. So I think it's a it's really perfect balance. I love the violin. I I you know I can't think of my life without the violin because I started when I was four years old. Um, so I always want to be next to a violin. But I find it very thrilling to have the chance to deliver my own interpretation of a piece as. Conductor does so to 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 put everything together to to choose every single parameter of of, of the of, of the piece and, and, and to show my own version of, of it to to an audience. Um, so actually, directing, which means leading from the first stand without a conductor, proves to be actually the perfect formula for this. Um, how did you get into the violin such an early age? Um, actually, it was kind of a it was by chance. Uh, I know that my mother used to put music even when she was pregnant, you know, just to listen to music. And she used to, she used to put it very loud through, through the whole house, basically. Um, and uh, then I remember when I was... Well, I don't remember. They tell me this. When I was three years old, I was fascinated every time that music was played or that someone took me to a concert. And soon after that, I I um, saw someone playing the violin, another kid. And that was when I when it started. I started telling my mother... Violin, violin, violin. And she said, well, it's a bit too early. But since I didn't stop, she just had to give in. And I must say this this just, this just was very good because since then I've never looked back. I've never really had any doubts that I wanted to become a professional violinist. So it was great to start so early. And you done pretty well because when, oh, I was, wow. when
0: I was reading your biography, it was about a, a, as long as my arm. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, how many, uh, you know, uh, guests... Uh, orchestra leader mm-hmm. positions you've had and uh, concertmaster and mm-hmm. who you've played with and uh, it's it's pretty incredible really but um, well, what, what's what's been your most memorable musical experiences
1: Ooh, well there are many um, I mean obviously apart from directing the Guildhall Ensemble. well these will definitely be one of the <laughs> most memorable that's for sure actually um, maybe this sounds really corny but I always say I I like to enjoy every concert as if it was the most special concert but of course there are there are um uh, let's say things which stand out because of having been very special of course for me playing the first time with the Santa Cecilia orchestra in which I am yet uh, now um uh, concert master is it was was an incredible thrill i remember for example my very last course concert as a student here at the barbican with the Kiltwood symphony orchestra playing strauss's um, a hero's life this big tone poem with a huge violin solo i remember the first time i played the recital with the busoni violin sonata i mean there's so many so many experiences i I feel so lucky that they're countless and that every of those experiences have taught me so much. So the only thing I actually look forward to is to having many more, like, for example, directing the Guildhall String Ensemble.
0: Brilliant. That's been great. found out a lot about the concert. So... (laughs) Um, thanks very much for coming in talking about it. Thank and, you very um, good much. Good luck.
1: Yeah, thank you, and I hope that everyone enjoys the concert very much. <laughs> you can hear Roberto direct the
0: Guildhall String Ensemble on the 19th of February 2016 at Milson Court Concert Hall. You can buy your ticket from Barbican Box Office over the phone, in person, or online at gsmd.ac.uk.